Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Billy. Billy, what is up, my guy? What's up, man? How we doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Doing great. Just kind of chilling out. It's been a good week. How was your New Year's? Uh, it was good. It was pretty chill. We uh, They do a fireworks show and stuff like that here uh, at Penn's Landing. Um, but they do like an old people's version at like 6 p.m. So I went to that one <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then I just went home, hung out, watched movies and watched Miley countdown uh, for the ball drop. And that was it, man. Otherwise, I just kind of hung out at home, read some books and shit. It was a chill weekend. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at no. all. <laughs> Great. How well, about yourself? Uh, I just I didn't do a ton. We went one of our buddies works at a bar that uh, he normally just serves and and barbacks at but he just they were shorter and they don't expect to get they don't usually get a big crowd for for new year's where they're at so went had a couple beers and stuff with him while he was bartending chilled for a minute and then uh went back out to uh my place of employment grist house for our like party that we always do and uh it was fun just kind of hung out with friends we had one of the Staff was trying to turn the ball drop on as everybody was watching the Ohio <laughs> State game. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Because he kicked yeah. it right as the ball dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Literally that's changed crazy. it with 10 seconds left. And everybody's like, no! This, yeah. just fuck the ball drop. Fuck the ball drop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, I had it on up here and uh, my girlfriend was, you know, watching the countdown downstairs. So I kept running up and down. I was like, come on. Like one of these things happened first, man. I could not believe he went. He missed it that far left. Uh, unbelievable. Dude, I've like, I feel bad for him. He's going to fucking haunt. That's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Yeah, and I'm sure those fans won't be too nice to him either. Oh, it's fucking the, Ohio uh, fans. They're terrible. Exactly. They're not the best, yeah. Between them and Penn State fans, I don't know who's worse. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't know. yeah, both games ended up being great for, for college football this week, uh, for yeah. the playoff at least. Uh, Michigan goes down. Lots of rumors of uh, Harbaugh coming back to the old NFL. It should hear, be an interesting yeah. interesting. Uh, someone's back but i don't know that he is efficient i don't understand why he would leave like it's no i wouldn't why would you you got it made there and they're just now finally like getting good you know what i mean like i feel like he's just upset that he keeps failing at the last second he does yeah that is kind of weird like did he you find... happen to uh, go ahead? Yeah, sorry. Uh, go. I was just gonna say, did you happen to see that USC Tulane game yesterday? Oh my god! Couldn't happen Unreal. to a better fucking quarterback and better yeah. fucking team. What yeah. a bunch of cunts! So he like Caleb Williams earlier in the week or something had said something about like on Twitter. He like put LOL to somebody like trying to like call out like USC for not being as good as they were for the fact that I mean they lost yeah. the games they did. Yeah. So of course he just got a fucking straight troll job when they lose to Tulane and how they lost to Tulane, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Muff the kickoff cool. at the one yard line out of bounds and then just get completely dominated on the offensive line and get a safety to, to lose the game. How? So good. So good. It made, I'm it, really happy for that team, though, man. What they were, they were, it was the biggest turnaround ever. They were like a two win team, Tulane. And yeah. And they came and went. Yeah, it's insane, man. Well, but also at the same time, like, it makes, I guarantee you, 
Oklahoma fans were all in their jollies on that because Lincoln Riley turned yeah. USC to what they did this year. I mean, it wasn't amazing, and they lost some games down the stretch that end that they didn't that they probably should have won, but it was way better than what Brent Venables did at Oklahoma. They had their worst season yeah. this year, ended up lose their first losing season at six and seven that they've had since nineteen ninety eight. It's terrible. It was an ugly team to watch, man. Oh, dude. yeah. Is that Caleb kid like a dick or something? I don't really know much about him other than like his talent. He, a lot of people like him. He just kind of comes off as a cocky, yeah, asshole. I don't know how else to put it, dude. Like, Is he comes he... off as this dick, and it just doesn't. It's not cool. Well, I've I don't seen, know. I've seen his like fingernail paints where it says like "fuck Ohio" and stuff like that. Oh, he did uh, that. He did that for it, Utah. He said "fuck Utah" on his because they beat oh, him Utah. already that year. Yeah, yeah, it's still strange. Like, you can't do that in the NFL. You know, you'd be no. flying out of your ass. Uh, is he going pro this year? Uh, a long tangent, I guess. I'd assume so, but I don't know. I don't okay. know off the top of my head. He that definitely hasn't announced yet, so. Yeah. but Crazy. Great weekend for college football, for oh, sure, it's though. Amazing Absolutely weekend of college football. Uh, yeah. Nebraska's looking fucking, they're getting fucking recruiting down. It's crazy to watch them actually get recruits that want to come here again. It's fucking wild. Yeah, he actually hired a coach with uh, some history for once, dude. Well, a coach with history <laughs> that wants to fucking be there and actually has the ability to pull it off. Like, yeah, the Bo Puini hire was fine, but he just didn't. He just couldn't withstand. And then yeah. the ones after, I mean, Frost just he just lazy about. It. He thought he thought he would just oh these kids will just come here. Yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> but we got yeah. rule. So and uh. Honor of the good old Nebraska, you. I'm gonna drink a fireball. In honor of them, is that yeah, what you yeah. said? Go big red, baby. Fuck. Just Fuck fucking big with red. you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spice. A little bit. Wasn't as bad. Well, we can get into the season week seventeen. Uh, first game that we will get into, let's go right off into Vikings at Packers. This was a complete drubbing. Yeah. Um, I will say this. The only thing that has annoyed the shit out of me on this going forward, uh, Jair Alexander needs to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Homie had yeah. fucking double safety help the entire game to make sure that he didn't get that. Justin Jefferson didn't get the ball and he's acting as if he did it all himself. I mean, didn't they hold him to nothing though, right? He didn't even have a, Oh, he had one catch for 15 yards. One catch for 15. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that, but yeah, they literally, there's multiple photos of them stacking three men as you're going up on the line with them. It wasn't like Jair Alexander was like, Darrell Revis was back in the day, like Revis Island, where you throw him on the best receiver and see how it goes, and the guy doesn't touch it. Like, you're not that guy, and you're just not that guy, Jair. I'm sorry. Well, it kind of, it kind of like speaks volumes for the corners around him, too, though. You know what I mean? Because then all that coverage onto uh, Jefferson... And nobody else put up any like like good numbers. You know what I mean? No, but so, like, he also the rest had of the corners. They were singled out, and they for sure pretty well. I mean, it also doesn't help that this is literally the worst game of uh, Cousins' season so far this year. 
Yeah. 18 for 31, 205, a tutty, and three interceptions, and that touchdown didn't come until garbage time. Yep. I'm pretty sure. 10.3 at QBR, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it was 33-3 when that touchdown came in finally. Uh, Uh But, like, the thing thing is, is this is this comes down to Minnesota got caught behind again. That defense put them into a hole, and the offense has to try and come back. The defense yep. is just not good. They're lining up a fucking defensive back five yards off of uh, Watson, who runs a four three, and he just gets getting ran, ran past the entire game. You're yeah. gonna give that to Rogers. Rogers is gonna hit that guy every single time, no problem at all. Like this, I kind of think. They're the team that everybody would want to play in the playoffs, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, if you have to choose between Green Bay and Tampa and all that crap as a low seed, I almost kind of want Vikings instead because they've proven that they they have a negative point differential, dude. They're yeah. Awful. I mean, they they had their losses are big losses. They're yeah. not close. Like, And every other game is a close as hell game or they have to come from behind and all this crazy shit. I mean, as long as the Vikings start at noon, they're fine. Oh, is that what it is? But they're on yeah, national. It's like, been, they're on it's been like a now. it's been like a joke. Like what time Kirk Cousins starts is how good he plays. Like yeah. twelve o'clock, Kirk Cousins is prime Kirk Cousins. Three o'clock, yeah. Kirk Cousins is mediocre, and then seven thirty prime time is garbage ass complete. He just uh, he's an early bird, huh? And he just kind of gets sleepy or something as the day goes. I mean, he's a super conservative like Christian, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Like I'm know. not yes. surprised by that. Not no offense, everybody. Like no offense. Have fun with whatever you'd like. Uh, I took the Vikings. You had the Packers here, so I lost. Yeah. Uh, making me down one for the year, or for for the game. Okay. We'll talk about the year after this all. <laughs> all right, not a whole lot else to talk about in that game. Vikings, shit in the bed. That's all. All right, good. Dolphins at Patriots. This one, I don't know if you got to watch this game at all. I did, and my it literally was the worst offensive game I think I've seen in a long time from both teams. <laughs> okay. I mean, New England gets – they get the pick six off of Teddy, or was it Skyler? I don't remember which uh, – let me – I think I can't remember which one it was. Uh, that uh, was off of Teddy. This game. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was off. It was off of Teddy before he got hurt, uh, which put him up. Put New England up 16-14. Nick Folk misses a PAT again. Also, what is with uh, Belichick doing with the kicker that's continuing to miss PATs? Folk is doing this all the time. Yeah, I'm Fucking, not sure, man. He's kind of being a little strange this year altogether. I feel like as a coach, but uh, what do you do though? It's this late in the season. Yeah, you got one more game. What are you gonna do? But the story in this game, going forward with it, uh, the Teddy Bridgewater goes out in this game also. Yeah. So Dolphins are down to their 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 third string quarterback going forward. Still not technically eliminated from the playoffs. They lose this game twenty three twenty one. The Patriots do get this win, uh, but they haven't looked hot. They're on like a five game losing streak now. I think is what it is and. Yeah, it's bad. It's not been good. They're three and six away, which is not a good record if you're going to try and make the playoffs because you're now for sure playing every away game if you do come out of the first one. 
Uh, but this guy, this Skylar Thompson's a seventh round pick too, by the way, he's no Brock Purdy. That's for sure. No, he's not. He did not look like Brock Purdy. That's for sure. (laughs) No, no. In backup play, 12 of 21 for 104, a touchdown and an interception. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones, not an amazing game himself either. 20 of 33 for 203, but he kept the ball clean. 39 QBR. He had two touchdowns, just terrible interceptions, and only a 6.2-yard average on his throws. And honestly, the key for New England, they couldn't run the ball, but they didn't need to when they were turning it over. So, Yep. Uh, this boils down and it, it makes it a uh, big deal for next week with the playoff because both of these teams have a shot at making it still. Uh, as I had said, Miami was favored by one going into this game. I had the Patriots. You had the Dolphins. We are now tied at one with the Patriots victory 23-21. Goddamn Dolphins. Goddamn Dolphins. Uh we won't go into it, but the other game for the week was postponed. Bills at Bengals. Uh, as everybody saw, Hillman was taken off on a stretcher, or had a cardiac uh, episode on the field, and they have not really done anything to reschedule that. They said they're not doing it this week. Not doing it. They have not made an announcement of what's going to happen. The weird part about it is that game – and this is just Hillman's actual uh, health matters more than anything else, obviously. But this game is huge when it comes to the standings right now. Both yeah. of the both of those teams had an opportunity to to possibly get to the first seed. If I'm not no, yeah, they could have. Yeah, they could. Yeah, because they had to leap from Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. All they have to do is possibly lose. Their final game, the Bengals yep. hold the the head to head, and they hold the head to head over the Bills. So, I wonder that what they're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you do? Just give it a tie? I don't really understand, dude. I don't know. It, I, I honestly like this is one of those where I'm I'm kind of shocked because now obviously this is an entirely different situation than what we're used to. The yeah. last time we had something that actually had. Uh, CPR happened on field was in 1997. The Lions linebacker during a Thanksgiving Day game. Wow. He like had a spinal contusion and it, he stopped breathing on the field. So he was out on the field for 16 minutes. They did, they did continue playing that game, but he was alert back. What I think contributed a little bit to the the fact that with everything that happened with uh, this one is the fact that like going into it, he makes the hit and gets back up. But then just falls out. But when he's down, he's moving his arms and he's, he's having conversation with the medical team after he fainted and like went down. And that's when he went into cardiac arrest and everything just yeah. was different. Because that's where it all they, felt they, different. Uh, so They had a doctor explain what they think happened. Like, apparently, when your heart is about to beat, it like has a, a small little buildup. Like, they showed it on a graph, obviously, right? Yeah. A small little buildup of energy, and then you got your beat. And then you have, like, a down bump of energy, and then it gets ready to 
to beat again, right? And if you get hit at this exact like microsecond of the downbeat, like the the whatever the uptick of the downbeat, then it can send your heart into a uh, cardiac arrest. And they think that's exactly what happened. Like it just hit at the exact perfect moment. Get to take pretty good hit. I mean, we don't know. It didn't look like a big hit, but we don't know. I mean, on the field, it could have been. And uh, yeah, they think that's what happened, man. But the problem is. He's still in critical condition, so it's just like... Well, what you're talking about, it's literally called comatio cortis. Like, it's that's what it's called. Like, when you get the hit... Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. if you... I don't know if you remember back in Omaha, but we had a... Would have been, I think, our sophomore year of high school. A 15-year-old baseball player died because he got hit with the ball, a pitch. Yeah. And he took it on the chest... And as he was walking down to first base, fell out. Now, when we were in high school, AEDs were not a normal thing. Yeah. The big part about this ordeal is like you have to get the heart back into to rhythm. That's yep. what the AED does. So like then, as soon as he went into that cardiac arrest, they were able to pull the AED out. And then obviously CPR. I, I'm not a medical professional by any means, but like with this is what reading and, and seeing but yeah like we saw that happen uh it happened in 1998 to uh chris pronger was a st louis blue he took a fucking slap shot yeah i just seen that hit him in the chest and it took a second plays like it took 20 seconds yeah plays over and then all of a sudden he just like slumps over and hits the deck and he's just he looks dead yeah his eyes I mean, are just out and like everywhere, which I can see why that triggers everybody that's playing the game. Like if it's a neck injury or something like that, you know that that's part of the game. That's part of what you're going into and dealing yeah. with. Seeing a guy's complete face go lifeless, I wouldn't. I would not be out there at all. I mean, no well, way. No, I mean, when they're giving him CPR and hitting him with that AED thing or whatever, I'd be fucking losing my mind too. You know what I mean? Like you saw every player was like crying and stuff. It's fucking crazy. We just have all you have those, and you have all the fucking super MAGA types on Twitter saying that it's stupid and this is bullshit and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. We don't stop games. A, and this I've is seen a few that blame the vaccine. Bro. Yes, this I've is the vaccine's it. fault. Nobody just falls out yeah. and dies. I'm like, you do realize that like one of the leading causes of death for young athletes is just sudden cardiac syndrome. Yeah, yeah. SDS, like literally, it happens once a year in just the state of Nebraska alone, let alone everywhere else, at least once a year during a high school sporting event, whether yeah. it's baseball, basketball, soccer, football, all of those sports, it happens more often than you think. And it's a sudden cardiac event. It just, it happens. Yeah. It's a trigger. Sometimes your body isn't used to it. Whatever. Stop trying to fucking, put these things together. Like, I just love these uneducated idiots that are like, ah, oh, yeah, well, that, that's definitely the fucking, that's COVID vaccine. That's COVID vaccine. Then, then you got Skip Bayless, like talking all that shit oh, on Jesus. Twitter and everything too, to the point that, uh, uh, Shannon didn't even show up. For he the didn't show up to it. work today. Yeah. <clears throat> Good man. That dude's, I, I hate those shows anyways. Like all you ever hear me do is bitch about these new sports TV shows. Cause all they do is just argue about nonsense. They don't teach you anything about what happens in the game anymore. That's what, but, Sorry, go ahead. 
I'm, I'm going to finish. No, five I say, but I mean, he, he went to a next level with this one. Like he didn't have to say anything, but he was out there bitching about it. Uh, how it's so important late game or late in the season and everything. They need to play all this kind of shit. Yeah. So that's, that's what we've talked about this a little bit before, but like, this is where I get fucking annoyed is I feel like all these TV shows now are just like debate things. And instead yeah. of just having conversations and like trying to go over what's going on and everything like that, it's all about debating and then who's right or who's wrong and blah, 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 blah. And it like yep. fucking kind of sucks. It's the same thing. Like one of my favorite shows, especially after its transition was called around the horn. I don't know if you ever really got oh, yeah. into it. But I like, loved it in high school. I loved it. When Tony Reale took that show over for Max uh, Kellerman. Yeah. Yeah. It completely changed. Mm-hmm. It was no longer a, Let's get old white men in here to talk about sports and argue, and then we'll decide who's the winner later on, blah, 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 blah. It became more of a, let's talk about the sport. I'll give you points as a system for the game for good talking points. You don't have to be right. You don't have to be wrong. But if you have good talking points and you're you're understanding and making a a valid point on what's going on, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it turned into that, and then they had – all these new like reporters that came in and, and women and, and guys of, of, of color and, and of sexual orientation and Israel Gutierrez and stuff like that, that like, that was fucking awesome. Like that's the fucking most fun that I've seen. It's just, it all comes back like ESPN. That's the only thing that I really enjoy off of their fucking programming still is to this day is around the horn. Now that Levitar is no longer on there. Like they lost Levitar and I, don't really listen or pay attention to anything on there except for around the horn. When I get a chance, I'm usually just busy as fuck at four 30 in the afternoon. Yeah. It's just clickbait nonsense. That's what sucks, dude. That's what I'm saying. And it like, it makes the normie fan even stupider because they don't actually hear anything positive about any, anything in the games. You know, they always just hear another guy's argument or another guy's opinion. And I'll complain about it forever, but in the end, Skip's an asshole. This whole thing's like a pretty big tragedy, and nobody really seems to know what to do about it. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of also like it's like wild too. He is a pit grad, so he actually went like he grew up in Bucky's Rock. So like when you came here, that's yeah. where we went and saw that game. But like, it was kind of crazy to see everybody in this area like talk about it and like how much of a like presence he has here. And I forgot that Hamlet, he was uh, he was the guy who he made like the late hit on Pickett, but he was also Pickett's teammate at Pitt oh, okay. in the Bills game earlier this year that started like the melee that remember in the Bills Steelers game yeah. and then like that melee happens and I started talking shit on what's his face from fucking Iowa, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's just like the entire like aspect and then the fact that like now. With everything that's happened, his GoFundMe that he had for like Toy Drive has millions of dollars added to it. It was at like thirty five hundred prior. Like people just went yeah. nuts. So he was only asking for twenty five hundred, and the last I saw it was at four and a half million. So dude, that's fucking really rad. So rad. Yeah. Which is but just, just awesome. Yeah. So. Again, though, I don't know what we do. I mean. Uh, on a much, much lesser note, uh, we're all kind of in uh, limbo with fantasy because of this game as well. So <laughs> the only one I'm in limbo in is our actual game or our actual yeah. setup, which I still yeah. think is stupid as shit because both options that they've given us so far, I would have won. 
which so yeah. far the options were go with projected, which I would have beat Adam by like 25 points. Yeah. Go with what happened, including your bench, which is a very, very fucking great thing for Adam, who has a fucking 58 point fucking Tom Brady on his bench. I know. I know. But I still equaled that out with my actual bench being better than his completely. So I yeah. would have won still either either way. Would that puts us into a championship game in that one? My yeah. other so in four leagues, I Jeez. only missed the fucking playoffs in one, and it's the league that I'm like have the most shit talking in here in Pittsburgh. Like that's the fucking shitty part. I missed the playoffs yeah. in that league by three fucking points. Ugh, that sucks. But won the championship in two. There's no way, no, nothing that can happen with going right. forward is going to change me winning the other two that I did. The guy has nobody mm-hmm. that was playing in the Bills game. The other one, all he had was the kicker, and I had Joe Burrow and Stephon Diggs. So, like, whether I already had a 20-point lead and all you had was a kicker, right. and I've got Joe Burrow and Stephon Diggs, I think I'm good. So, I won those, so I'm, I'm a two-time champion out of, out of four, 50% so far this year. <laughs> you still have a chance at the third. I'm actually kind of in the same boat. I'm in the championship in my other league as well. And uh, I had a 27-point lead, nobody else to play, and all he had was Burrow. And, uh, like, there's no scenario the same thing. Like, if you go by bench, I completely wipe him if you go by bench points. Uh, like, I don't, we don't know how to settle it. And I remember in our league that you and I are in together, yeah. they talked about just treating it like an injury, just saying That's, yeah. you know, that is what it is. I mentioned that, bro, and that guy who I was playing against just lost his mind, dude. He like refuses to do it. He was like, "Oh, I was I uh I had a 68% chance to beat you, but whatever." And I was like, "Well, you didn't though." So, I don't really know what to tell so you, man. So, it's it's one of those things. It's a shitty situation. It sucks. But what do you want to do? Like, do you want to yeah. like let this play and see if they play the game after week 18? Like, that's cool, yeah. I guess. But that's that's where I was just like when I said it in our chat today. It was like so like we're already dumb as shit in our league and we play fucking till week 18, which is stupid as shit. I know. Yeah. Like I don't understand why he does that. It's so stupid. No offense. Know. Now it's you're fine. seeing why I'm like drifting away from that league so much, dude. But like like he said something today about it. I go, "So, do you want to just wait until the fucking playoffs to play the final right. fucking game. Like, I don't, what do you want to do, dude? Like, do you just have us all four start our lineups in week 18? And then whoever actually won goes up against to it. And then we figure out what happens. Like it's fucking $25 a piece guys. It's not a big fucking deal for this fucking yeah, league. Exactly. We're Who not, it's, it's not like my other league where I'm 200 fucking dollars in like, get over it. Yeah. Like right there with I, you, dude. Yeah. I, you don't want my $25 by all means, but I actually won. So here you go. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, it's not that big of a deal to me. It's this is for fun. $25. Like, that's three beers and a fucking tip at a yeah. bar, dude. Like it was just for the conversation. Absolutely. But I, I honestly, I honestly think they're just, it's not going to happen. The game in general, I don't think they play it. Yeah. Cause they would have to play it within the first two days or whatever. And I don't think they're going to No, I think they're going to have to, if they do end up actually deciding to play, what I think ends up happening is I, I'm, I've, I bet you they they decide to just call it a fucking wash, just call it a yeah. tie, and just yeah, whatever. Yeah. So or put an asterisk next to it so nobody like takes any uh, negative from it. You know, record wise. I mean, I it's, don't really know. It sucks 
for both teams because they both lose the opportunity for possibilities of getting the, the number one seed. But at the end yeah. of the day, like, I don't think either one gives too much about that when they watch their fucking teammate and guy they're going up against to have a cardiac si- uh, situation on the fucking field. So, yeah, there's a bigger picture to it all. You know, it is just a game and all that. It would suck to see Casey just walk to the Super Bowl at home. But at the same time, I mean, fuck, man. What do you do? You know what I, I mean? But here's the thing. I don't think KC's going to walk to anywhere. They're they're That's struggling. Fair. They're struggling to win games against bad teams at home. Yeah. I know. That defense? Yeah. is suspect. And suspect defenses do not win in the playoffs, dude. They just don't. Like Well, their offense isn't looking much better either though, to be it honest. It hasn't been. You're right. No. Yeah. Cooled down. So much for uh, being better without Hill and all that shit they were talking earlier in the season. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think even if you added Hill right now that that offense would be that much fucking different, but... Probably not. Either way. Well, I mean, we can move on from this. I apologize for fucking harping on it for as yeah. long as we did, but... Hey, it's what we do. It's a it, is, it is what we do. I, I do feel bad for that guy overall, though. You know, Yeah, that's the dude. Thing. Nobody wants good. to see Hillman fucking hurt. Nah. Yeah. Like, DeMar, everybody, everything that's been said is he's been nothing but a stand-up, like, person as a human being yeah. since he was of a course. child, like, which is something. Cause McKee's rocks is kind of a fucking shitty spot to grow up and, and he turned it into something. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ah, either way. All right. So, do you want to do your game do first? Do you want to do mine? It's up to you. <laughs> I can, I can, I'll do it. I'll get it out of the way. All right. All right. So saints and Eagles, Eagles were minus six and a half. We both took the Saints mainly because we didn't think that the Minshew show was going to develop a blowout. We were right. You guys also dealt with a lot of fucking injuries in this game, which was fucking ridiculous. And I'll talk about it in a little bit. A lot of bullshit fucking calls going against you. Yeah, you're talking about that hold? Dude, that hold was terrible. Yeah, even it was like, not even a hold like, at all. What the fuck? This is the this is like a prototypical like film <laughs> study like uh, block. You know, he pancaked the shit out of him. Anyway, I'll get into it. All yeah. right, so obviously the Eagles fucking lost twenty to ten. We lost our second straight game. It's fucking dog shit. But game starts. Uh, Eagles defer. So the Saints they drive straight down the field on like an eighteen play drive, seventy three yards. Score a touchdown. Right off the bat, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. You know, Gannon's a turd or whatever. Then the Eagles offense follows up by four straight three and outs. And in that same time frame, uh, the Saints get two more field goals. At this point, the Eagles haven't had a single first down all the way to the end of the first quarter, dude. Luckily, Dalton throws a pick at the very end of the third quarter, and the Eagles finally get their first two first downs. Yeah. Or at the end of the half, I should say, actually. Yeah. My bad. So they, they had two or two first downs in the entire first half, uh, two running plays ever called. Just absolute fucking dog shit. Luckily, second half, the defense figures their shit out. They step up. Sadly, the offense doesn't. But the Eagles finally get on the board at the beginning of the second or the beginning of the second half. They got a field goal. A million punts by both teams for a while. Finally, the Eagles strike gold. With one of those like Madden-esque bomb touchdowns to uh, AJ Brown, where he just kind of whiffs the corner off and runs in for seventy-eight yards. Great, yeah. we're looking good, right? It's a great pass. Yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, the one one of very few in this game by Minshew, by the way, he was fucking horrible. Uh, 
a couple of punts from both teams for a while. The Eagles finally they start driving a little bit and they get one of those fourth and ones that they're really fucking good at with Jalen Hurts with their quarterback sneaks. You know, that's kind of what they've been doing this year. Lo and behold, Minshew can't get the fourth and one sneak. Jesus. Turnover on downs. <laughs> Dude, it was this whole fucking game sucked. All right. So turnover on downs. Luckily, defense holds. They punt. Here's our chance. It's fucking 13-10. The Eagles have a chance to go down, get a touchdown, or you know, at least a field goal to keep it around. Very sec the second play of the fucking drive. Minshew throws a pick six. Game is basically over at that point, you know. The Eagles had one more chance. They go down the seven plays. Uh, they turn it over on downs. Game over, 20 to 10, Saints. It looks terrible. We also lost a couple more players, uh, one of which was scary, not in the, the form of Hamlin was, but similar. Yeah, Josh I Sweat. Mean, Josh Sweat went down. Yeah, he lost. Uh, he couldn't move his legs or anything. He could only move his hands, his upper body. And uh, they brought an ambulance out, all that shit, too. Not on the field, but like they took him to the hospital immediately after. Turns out he's okay. He got all his uh, movement back, and he claims he's going to play again this season. But I mean, I would assume it's not for a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, it matters uh, how that, bad the contusion was. It was a stinger, and he he has full back. Like you can't yeah. say he can't come back. You know? No, no, no. That's fair. I mean, I'm just saying it was very scary uh, in the meantime because, like, like I said, he couldn't move his lower body or anything. That's for sure, fucking insane. And he's like one of our best DNs, which is stupid. Um, again, and then there was that block. We did get a touchdown from Gainwell earlier in the game. This like a 30 some yard run. And, uh, the refs call it a hold on Dickerson, our guard, even though it was like the most perfect pancake block in the world. I, it was I the most really perfect pancake it. block. And the guy was just literally trying to throw a hand out to get something on Gainwell. Yeah. And it just made him go like over the top, which that was, the, yeah. that you, that's, that's driving your man back. He didn't yeah, exactly. He's yeah. inside. He's inside. Yeah. As as I think it was Jordan who he blocked. As Jordan's falling to the ground backwards, like being pancaked. Yeah, he reaches out. Yeah, uh, what do you? Come on, man. So that alone kind of fucked us because we only got a field goal on that drive. You know what I mean? It that changes been, everything. That's a four point play. Yeah, it's, in a, in a game where like we couldn't even get past the mid midway mark in the field. You know what I mean? Like finally we got there. And what are you gonna do? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty ugly. Um, the vibes are kind of shitty here. Uh, luckily Hertz is coming back this week against the Giants. As long as we win this game, we still get the first seed. But if we don't, it's all fucking downhill from there, man. Like it, it could be even Dallas gets it if uh, some stuff plays out. But a uh, couple of arbitrary stats I'll yeah. get into because there are some positives at least for the season that, that came out of this thing. For sure. Uh, first off, Devonte Smith is now tied for most receptions in one season by a wide receiver in franchise history at eighty-eight. Um, this the Eagles are four sacks away from tying the NFL record in sacks in a season, which is 72 by the 1984 Bears. Uh, they have had six plus sacks in five straight games, which is fucking insane. They, <laughs> uh, it's wild, right? Dude, that's the, that's uh, the Eagles are the first team in NFL history to have four players on the same team with more than ten sacks. Also insane. Uh. What else we got? I don't know, man. This sucks. We were leading the league in scoring until this game, which is fucking crazy, even over the Chiefs and everybody else. But uh, we fucking shit the bed. I don't know what to say. I mean, like typical Philly fashion, we we get to the, you know, the, the mountain. We're on the top of the mountain, and all of a sudden we just kind of start falling down the other side a little bit. But we'll see. I mean, if we can beat the Giants, they they should be resting their players, the Giants, because they already made the playoffs. They can't gain any ground in the seeding. Uh, and, and if they beat the Eagles, it's not like 
it helps them so much because it could lead to the Cowboys getting the first seed. So it's like pick your poison. You know what I mean? For sure. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I bet they play them because they're a team trying to prove shit. You know, I bet they play their starters. So it's going to be shitty. We'll yeah. see what Hopefully happens. I, I don't know about yeah. that. I don't know that they're going to actually play we'll their starters, dude. They might play well, them to start just to get a little bit of like a rhythm going, right. but they're not playing them the entire game. There's no fucking you chance. You wouldn't think so, but they did do that that year that they uh, went up against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Remember, or one of them. They ended yeah, up playing the coaching in the last week, and yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a say. Hey, here's the thing. I don't I believe you. anything until it happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Vegas seems to think they're going to play their uh, backups because the Eagles have a 14. They have a, they're favored by 14 points, but we'll see. Yeah. Anyway. My game sucked. It was there was not a single fun moment in the whole thing. Even that AJ Brown touchdown was cool, but we were down so much. It was like it oh. still doesn't give you as much of a joy when you're down that much. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. It was our worst offensive performance since like 2017. That one, I'm pretty sure it was the famous Raiders game when Nick Foles was just dog shit. And uh, <laughs> we only had five possessions the entire first half. Only two runs. It was just so bad, dude. I th- I saw somewhere it was like, I think it was like our oh yeah is. We had 11 first downs all game, which is the lowest we've had since 2014. Yeah. And this is this is the team that's leading the league in in scoring and stuff. But all of a sudden, like today, we couldn't do shit. And you can blame a lot of it on Minshew, but also the coaching was pretty bad. This like the play calling, everything was pretty bad. Um, that said, though, I mean, it's the Saints. They're not fucking good. Dalton wasn't good. He, I mean, the fucking wild gosh. part is outside of the fact that they get this win. The fucking Patriots come back and win that game in yeah. some stupid haphazard way against the fucking Panthers to get in. Yeah. The the Saints were a win and in. Yeah. Scenario next week. Like Yep. But then the Bucks like they, they won the game and then they went to the locker room to find out that they aren't going to the super or the playoffs anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. It fucking sucks. rough. But yeah, oh, well. I, it, it sucks. We both ended up winning this game, so <laughs> yeah, that's great. Super, we uh, <laughs> we're now split. So, or actually, you're up one. No, we're split. Right. We're good. I want to I want to hear how exciting your game is because I watched yours too, and I know damn well you're probably super fucking stoked at the end. Okay, of that yeah. All right, we'll get into mine. Uh, Steelers at Ravens. Ravens were favored by three and a half going into this game, which surprising considering the Ravens haven't shown a whole lot, but they did just get the, the win over the Steelers at home with Mitch Trubisky in. Well, my, 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 it's pretty fucking apparent when uh, Roquan Smith isn't allowed to rip your quarterback down by his space mask and shove his head into the dirt for a concussion, what happens? Jesus Christ. Not an amazing game by Kenny Pickett by any means. But the fucking defensive plan that Mike Tomlin brought out with the defensive coordinator of running a 6-2 and basically saying Tyler Huntley beat us Mm -hmm. was great. They basically sat Devin Bush and said, fuck off, you're not playing. Started Mark Robinson, brought in DeMarvin Leal to play more. They brought in a couple other kids off of the – practice squad up Larry Ogunjobi who's the AFC North whore he's played for every team but the Ravens (laughs) but like Montrevious Adams all these dudes just like they were just rotating as they were going and just causing havoc 
Now, Pittsburgh hurts themselves in the first half. They take the first the first drive and just right down the field. This is the best the offensive line has played all year long. They ran the ball down their throat the entire way for the first drive. 15 plays, 73 yards. The only thing that hurt them, Pat Fryermuth gets fucking flagged for a false start at the two-yard line on first down and puts him back, and they end up having to kick the field goal. Mm. Now, back and forth punts. Pittsburgh misses a fucking field goal. Boswell doinks it. Didn't get the Matthew Wright doinking in that was going well for our backup. But the refs in this game were quite possibly one of the worst I've ever seen. This is going both ways. It wasn't just against Pittsburgh. It was against Baltimore, too. But, like, spotting the ball, calling first downs multiple times. They're spotting the ball down saying it's third and short, and then all of a sudden the ball's spotted, the team's lining up to run their play, and they're, you know what, that's a first down. They're running the fucking... God. The, like, I don't know if you watched and saw that, but that's that's what they were doing. Yeah. It was absurd. The most egregious fucking penalty comes on the final drive of the second half, or first half, second quarter. Stanley, the left tackle for the fucking Ravens, It's going to be fourth fucking down. Pittsburgh holds up in the red zone. He rips Cameron Hayward by the inside of his collar onto the pile. Hayward throws his hands up and just falls forward, but makes contact with the ref. Uh, Gets a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness, but he didn't do a fucking thing. Next play... Touchdown. It's a four point swing. That's such yep. that's such bullshit. Like yep. go back and look at it. And then the best part was his response, the ref's response afterwards was Well, I just saw him on top of the pile, so I threw the fucking I just threw the flag. Of course. Yeah. He's over top and Stanley grabs him and pulls him on top. Jesus, pay attention to what happened. Make the right call. Just I know, man. do that. There were so many instances of Baltimore holding in this game. And then it came out. They were, it was a joke, but also not so much of a joke. This is one of the first games that offensive the uh, Baltimore offensive line at home. Every single one of the offensive linemen wore white gloves. Oh, is that so they wouldn't see them or what? So that you couldn't tell if they were grabbing the jerseys. Right. Yeah. Oh, those bitches, man. And they must have known their ref crew or something. like Something, you know. dude, because it was the yeah. dude, so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, that that happens. It is what it is. Pittsburgh still can't get a whole lot going outside of that. They come back out. They hold Baltimore to a field goal, making it 13-3 at the start of the third. They drive. Get their own own field goal right after it. Pickett's doing fine. He's not great. He's not awesome. He's just mediocre. But the offensive line is paving the way. Najee Harris is 100 yards. Jalen Warren was right behind him at like 85. Like Yeah, he was, dude, he was doing really good, Harris. So I thought he was a stud now. Najee was fucking running That's hard. What I'm saying. Yeah. 
So Pittsburgh kicks a field goal with six minutes left, making it 13-9. And they get a fucking three and out after giving up a 60-yard punt return. They ended up, they were close to field goal range, but they didn't give the opportunity to Tucker to kick it. It would have been like a 64-yarder. They opt to punt it. Pittsburgh gets it. Five plays, punts, give it back. The defense steps up again to end the game. Another three and out, just takes it. So Pittsburgh, with about three minutes left, sorry, four minutes left, they get the ball at the 20-yard line. When it hit the two-minute warning, finally, it was hilarious. You could tell that Pickett was just doing his own thing. I'm just doing a, yeah. a no huddle. I'm not listening to you anymore, Matt Canada. Go for yeah. it. His first pass, he hits uh, Pat Fryermuth for 20 yards. Takes a, takes a snap, rolls to his opposite side to the left, and Pat just finds a little spot, catches it, perfect. Then he hits a fucking dime to Steven Sims. For 29, just right over top the linebacker that he couldn't get there and get his hand on it, just right in the bucket. I know that everybody said he had small hands, he doesn't have a ton of power, but these throws, the last two weeks, he's showing he needs to put it somewhere, he can put it somewhere. It's been pretty fucking wild. But continuing on as they go, running, running game just was doing their best. Gets a quick pass to Sims, just rushing to Najee as they keep going. And then the fucking best one. Third and one, and they run a a quarterback sneak at the Baltimore 13. And it doesn't look like Pickett's going to get it. And Najee gets in there, bear hugs him around the fucking ass, and pulls him to the left. He's like, there's an opening over here. Fall forward, motherfucker. Does it. Next play was just what a fucking pass, honestly. Oh, that was so cool, man. Now, I do have to say we might have gotten a little lucky. (laughs) Jason Pierre-Paul was the guy that was adding the pressure, and the hand that he got on Kenny Pickett only had three fingers. Oh, no. Oh, this is funny, man. So... (laughs) Sorry, I had to go there. Uh, he yeah, he, he gets his hand on there, but it was the paw that only has three hands or three fingers. Yeah. Uh so he doesn't get can't really do anything with it. And Pickett just drops That's a so dime funny. to Najee. The best part was if it doesn't go to Najee, Steven Sims was standing there wide open in the corner anyways. So Yeah, but you got a sick little highlight out of it. Plus <laughs> Harris was playing so well all day. It's it's nice for him to get like, you know, that game defining moment. And my favorite part was the celebration by Najee afterwards. I don't know if you saw what they did. I did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He runs up to the crowd and all of the Ravens fans are fucking flipping him off. And he's just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. And one of them like goes to throw a flag at him, like a Ravens flag. And he picks it. He goes, don't need that. And just tosses it to the side. It was fucking great. And Hell meanwhile, yeah. fucking Pat Fryer moves out there like, Fucking flipping the fans off. Oh, was he really? 
Holy shit. Dude, it was great. I fucking loved it. I'm just sitting there. I was laying in bed watching it because I put it up. (laughs) Like I put it on a fucking projector on the wall. I just, I didn't have a great Sunday. So I was dried out like SpongeBob in fucking Sandy's. Absolutely, uh, dude. (laughs) Just like a fucking call me at the California raisin. I was dying. (laughs) So like that game, like I, I sat there the entire time. I was like, holy fuck. There's no way we end up pulling this off. And then like, there's something about it. Like, I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett's the guy yet, but as we keep going further, he's not doing enough to start, but he's doing enough with the, with the clutch gene that you just, Mm -hmm. you don't learn that. That just is there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) not a great thing, but he's the first rookie to win back-to-back games with touchdowns in the fourth quarter ever. Weird. He also tied Gardner Minshew for most fourth quarter comebacks as a rookie quarterback with three. Nice. So I don't know if he wants to be in that realm yet, but that's where he's at. Um, I mean, at least you did it. You could be the opposite, you know? Oh, for sure. And like, I'm not trying to say anything bad in that situation, but yeah, they, they get that. And then obviously, Baltimore is playing without Lamar and Tyler Huntley yeah. couldn't pass the ball really much at all in this game outside of uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, they get five plays. They had a couple good plays. The one play that pisses me off on this, and this is why I hate this fucking officiating crew even more. Mark Andrews catches like a three yard pass and goes down, but then gets back up without being touched. And he's holding the ball outside of his hands like this. And Minka Fitzpatrick knocks it away. And Cam Hayward grabs it. The officiating crew said, oh, he was giving himself up. So he was declared down. I saw that. But the worst part is they added like nine seconds to the fucking clock. And then didn't start it right away. Yeah. Like it didn't matter because the very next play after that is the Minka Fitzpatrick interception, which I still have no idea where the fuck Tyler Huntley was trying to throw that ball. <laughs> he literally threw it right to Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka was just like, I didn't even have to move. I've been standing here the entire time. That was instant karma, dude, honestly. Yeah. But a huge win. It's always great to get a win against Baltimore in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. It, Feels good because that loss to them and how they were able to run the ball on us in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago was real bad. And I I knew Pittsburgh was coming into this game with a chip on their shoulder and they knew that Lamar wasn't playing. So they were going to come out with a different idea. And that's six, two, you haven't seen the six, two run normally in the NFL since the 1985 bears. Like they just said, fuck it. That's funny. Is like, how does Huntley feel with that? You know what I mean. He's like, he should have have options, uh, like free options at receiver running wild, but it, apparently he couldn't find them, or he just didn't have them. Other he than had, Andrews, but he had Andrews, but he didn't find any of his other receivers. Like, yeah, exactly. He also maybe it was Andrews was his first read every time, and he just tried to fucking play backyard ball after that. Well, I think I mean they said it on the broadcast a few times. With Huntley, you're kind of going into one read football. You're that's what I mean. You're putting the one guy out there. That's that's your one guy you're going to throw the ball to, 
And if he's not open right away, get out. And he did yeah. a lot. But they also couldn't, like, they couldn't use the run game like they did in the last one where it was consistently getting in them first downs. I mean, the meme that I saw that was the best was when Greg Roman dials up a play that gets him two yards and now it's third and 14. Like, that was them a lot of this game. <laughs> yeah. Like, Pittsburgh didn't turn the ball over till late, but... And good on Hundley for being able to, you know, throw it as well as he did. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Andrews gets over 100 yards. Isaiah Isaiah Likely has a touchdown. Like, But Pittsburgh kind of gave him that. Like, they said beat us through the air, and they couldn't. So. Yeah. And then I think my favorite was, did you see who Najee Harris beat on that uh, route for the touchdown? I don't remember, huh? Roquan Smith. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> the one that everybody was talking about because he's like so good. But I, I, I mean, honestly, at this point for the the Ravens, like, what are you gonna do? You can't afford to pay Roquan Smith and yeah Lamar. So like, you're all in on this year. Hope it works out for you. Which sucks. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're probably going to franchise Lamar, so that's like paying him even more than you yeah. would if you signed the guy. Because you can't yeah. backload it. No. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, like I said, I I, I was uh, saying all offseason, that's a situation I wouldn't want to be in in Baltimore, dude. It's, it's all bad. <laughs> I don't think anybody would want to be in that situation. It just sucks because no. like, I also think that if he was in a better a better offense that could help him become a better quarterback and be a different yeah. story, but he's in an yeah. offense where all they're doing is trying to make him a running back. That's doing the throws the ball 14 times is, a game. It is strange. Like, you know, I used to complain about Hertz for the same thing. Cause that's how we had to play our offense last year. Um, and I was afraid that Hertz is going to kind of end up being that same thing as Lamar, where it's just like, he's a running guy. He does have an arm and shit, but you know what I mean? For sure. And the, the Eagles did what they did. You know, they went out and traded for AJ Brown and they did all this other bullshit. Whereas it seems like the Ravens are just content with having Andrews and like basically nobody else. You know what I mean? It's dude. You got to feel bad for the guy at the same time. Like he's not going to grow. He's just going to keep running. They have talent at running back quarterback slash running back and tied in. And that's it. Like, that's it. You have Mark Andrews and Isaiah school. Likely, and then your your wide receivers. Like, I know that Rashad Bateman is decent in his realm and what he can do there, but he's been hurt all the time. So it's it's literally like Atlanta with Vic. Remember that they just had oh, Crumpler yeah. and Warwick done and Roddy and White. Vic. Yeah, that was later on though. But like at the, the back when the when they were still like you know with Vic was young or whatever, it was just Crumpler. That's true. That it was end. Crumpler him and 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 Warwick done, and, and then who was done. the who was the big boy that played on that fucking team? Yeah, they I had remember. another. I can't remember his name, but yeah, you know what I mean, though. It's kind yeah. of the same shit, though. You know? Absolutely. And, it just, uh, they, they always said the same thing about Vic back then, get him a receiver, and they never did. So I just. I don't know. It's one of my favorite rivalries. Like, I hate the Ravens, but I also love the Ravens at the same time because it's one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't put it into terms. Like, it's not like a. It's not like the Browns. Like, I hate the Browns because they're just fucking terrible and their fans are shitty. But, like, Baltimore fans have never been shitty. They've always, like, been courteous. And then, like, the games themselves for Baltimore, like, they're knockdown down drag out, but there's no dirtiness in them. Like, 
Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yes, really. I know that Baltimore fans are going to come back and be like, yeah, well, did you see that quit that Ryan Clark put on Willis McGahee the one time? And I'm like, I did. <laughs> but at that time and point in the day, that was not an illegal hit. And also, Ryan Clark's still feeling that one too. So, Yeah, yeah. Also, not to get well, off topic, but I don't know if you watched it. But uh, Ryan Clark being on SportsCenter yesterday after the Hillman thing was top-notch. Like, how he was explaining things about being a player in that situation, because he was in that situation one time, and then uh, himself, and then, like, going and relaying everything else, and him and SVP was a great thing to see. Because you didn't have anything else to talk about. I mean, your entire sports world, nobody wants to talk about anything but that, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, it helps. You know, everyone else was just kind of uncomfortable. But, yeah, I'm glad you got the win, man. I'm glad the vibes are... Uh, yeah, possible possible playoffs still, baby. I hope you do. I really do. <laughs> so we have something to talk about. I don't want to just talk about the Eagles only. You know, we I kept would, talking, but... Well, we've been talking about this for the last couple of days. Like, it, it's still not super probable. But the chances are... Because basically what ends up having to happen now, and I'll go over it real quick, is essentially for Pittsburgh to get in... The Bills have to beat the Patriots. The Jets have to beat the Dolphins. Both doable things. Because the Bills are a great team going up against the Patriots. And they're playing for home field advantage. Yeah. And the Jets are going up against a third-string quarterback. Skyler Thompson. So that could be a thing. And the Jets want to go out with some type of... um, I know that Robert Sala is going to have them up for that game. Yeah. Now, Pittsburgh has Cleveland. And it sounds dumb, but this is the best quarterback we've faced in probably the last four or five weeks in Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But it's here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it's already funny because our boy Miles Garrett's already talking shit, saying how he wants to make (laughs) sure Pittsburgh can't make it to the playoffs and all this. And I'm like... Homie, you have three tackles in the last four fucking games against Pittsburgh. Keep fucking talking. I love Plus it. They're walking into a buzzsaw coming in there with Watson and shit, too. Who's Who's been playing a little bit better lately, but at the same time, he hasn't been good. The yeah, but that, Watson has to go up against the dude. I, know. I think no, Pittsburgh no, no. found I something with they basically said. We're done with Devin Bush. Devin Bush played five snaps in that game on on uh, Sunday night, which for your former first round draft pick that you traded up eleven draft picks for, then you're no longer taking the team option on. That's saying something. Yeah, oh yeah they basically are saying you're a bust. We're done. Yeah. Mark Mark Robinson is a seventh round draft pick out of Old Miss, who has been a healthy scratch or a a uh inactive pretty much all season he's been on the on the squad but he hasn't played dude came in and played out of his mind robert spillane came in and played just as good as bush did in coverage like it's kind of wild so we'll see what goes on they uh showed a like stat going in some arbitrary dumb stat Tomlin ended up playing first and second year players on like 80% of the, the 
the snaps that, that were going and not on the defensive side of the ball, which is something considering that's the highest paid defense in the entire league. Yeah. He was spelling Hayward consistently with younger guys to get in there and just go. As he said, he goes, these young guys are ready to, to hit and they're not going to get hit themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, so. that's good. Plus, uh, rotating like linemen and shit like that is like the best thing to do. That's what we do so much. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. like you said, these young guys, they've been sitting around all fucking year. They want to get in there. They want to crush some heads, man. I get it. Robinson was something. He's going to be a good player. Yeah. I hope. I mean, sick. it's one game. It can obviously change yeah. a lot. But like, that's, that's he, he looked fucking good in this game. Hitting people hard. Sick. Like, that's great. All right. Well, we tied on this one. Yeah. This week going into the final week, I am 33, one and 41. Billy, you are 31, one and 43. Wow. Even with that handicap, huh? What's the one? Oh, fuck we off. We, uh, we pushed on a, a game. Oh. So a push doesn't count as a winner or tie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's almost like two pushes, really. If if you include that Bengals, and, I didn't uh, even include Bills. that one because I. Yeah, it is what it is for now. Yeah, but All yeah. Right, well, we do have to take a, sh- a bad shot this week, right? So, what are my options on your end? All right, I got Grape Wave, ninety nine Long Island, ninety nine Banana, or Absolute Grapefruit. Hey, I also have Banana. Let's be Banana Bros. Banana Bros. <laughs> banana Bros. Here we go. Jeez. I have a uh, an ice one hundred and one though, so it's it's uh, equally nah. as bad, but different. We'll brand. do we'll do bananas. That's fine. Cheers, banana bros. Cheers. <laughs> that's, like a, that's one of the worst ones, man. Just weird. You get like Bro. weird, like runts banana to start, and then it's just like. You do. Hot. I like Runt's banana, but then all of a sudden it's just poison after that. Whew. All right. Week 18. Do we want to put a bet of another shitty shot on the final standing? Oh, you mean like a shot for the week and also the final standing? Correct. Uh, I don't know how you want to do that. We can figure it out off air, but we should do something for the year, I feel like. One, yeah, a shot doesn't seem like it's... Uh, powerful enough we gotta like shotgun like a terrible beer or something okay we'll talk about this off air but we'll, we'll yeah, figure out the, for the final but week 18 let's just get down to it uh yep. browns and steelers pittsburgh minus three i am just riding high on my high horse and i'm taking the steelers yeah i uh the browns have not been good dude and yeah. I think the Steelers are just, they're, they're finding a groove. They're not great, but they're doing enough to win against bad teams. I will agree with you. I just don't see you guys. I know you're coming off of like a division high, you know, a last minute little touchdown, but I just don't see you guys losing to the Browns at home to end the year. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, yeah, I, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got it. All right. Let's roll into the playoff games that actually matter. Instead okay. of yours to start this one. <laughs> hey, it still matters. No, no, it yeah, does. It does, but like not to the point of these ones. Like you're yeah, you're in. Yeah, yeah. And the Giants are in. Yeah. So let's roll to 
Jets and Dolphins. Jets are already eliminated. Dolphins need a win just to stay alive. It's even. Dolphins are starting a third-string quarterback. I'm going Jets. Oh, yeah. What's the spread? I'm sorry. I, I didn't it's hear even. It's a pick em. Oh, my God. Oh, me too. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think they might, they might wipe them, to be yeah, perfectly honest. I honestly think the same. So... Yeah. All right. Lions at Packers. Packers minus four and a half. This game will possibly get one of them in if the Seahawks loses this game. It is in Green Bay. I'm taking the fucking Lions. Give me the fucking Lions. Give me Man Campbell. Let's fucking go. This will be our first uh, opposing picks because I'm going Green Bay. As much as I really want the Lions, I kind of think the Packers are uh, they're hot right now. They're figuring bit, it they're out. They're kind of yeah. smoking. Yeah, it's it's strange. And Rodgers, is, is, he's dealing again. So I think they make it in, to be perfectly honest. I think they make it in the playoffs. Well, there we go. All right. Well, let's go to the next one that has implications. Patriots at Bills. Bills minus seven and a half. If the Patriots win this, they are in. But if the Bills are in, or the Bills win, they're out. What you got? Where is it? It's at. It's in Buffalo. Buffalo. Give me. Give me the Bills. Pull out the tables. Throw Belichick through it. Buffalo's taking this one. New England doesn't belong in the damn playoffs. Get out of here. So I'm. You, you're taking the Bills by the points. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm still, I'm still taking the yeah, I'm taking yeah, the Patriots with the points. I still I think it's going to be closer. It's I just don't think it's going to be a touchdown game. Final game. Giants and Eagles. Philly is minus 14 as they don't think the Giants are going to play their starters. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> if the Giants don't play their starters, I think Philly, I mean I would hope so that they easily walk away with this. But I don't believe that they will, bro. I feel like they're going to play their fucking starters, man. And and uh, in that scenario, I'm taking the Giants to cover the spread. I will take the Eagles year. just because that's what we've been doing all year. That's that's, <laughs> exactly, that's yeah. what we've been doing. So fair. Either way, hey, it's been a great regular season so far. Hell yeah! You've been through all the ups and downs with us. Lots of ups and downs on my side. Not a whole lot of ups and downs on Billy's until lately, but <laughs> yeah, uh, the worst time. Yeah, right. But fucking man. either way, like it's it's been a fucking fun season so far, and I'm excited for these playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm excited to Some see Jalen get back. Yeah. Tell if me. anything's been proven, it's that he needs to fucking win the MVP. Yeah, I mean he. Uh... Proved that he's not a system guy, right? That he is the system. I anybody. saw that a tweet the other day. They go, "This just proves to you that Jalen's not a system guy." And I'm like, "Yeah, you are correct." I mean, we went from the top scoring team in the league to putting up ten points against the uh, woeful ass Saints at home. Yeah. Um, it sucks. I, I will hold on. Before did you You're see uh, Rivera? Did you see what? Rivera yeah, he didn't him? realize that his team had been eliminated. <laughs> Yeah, he starts Wentz for some reason, who was dog shit, throws three picks, they lose, obviously. And then when they brought it up in the press conference afterwards, like, you know, 
you're not in the playoffs and all that. And he, he had no idea that they could have been eliminated this week. And the fact that they are is just hilarious now. Well, did you see their new mascot? Yeah, Tutty, right? Major it's, Tutty, uh, major, baby. Major Tutty, yeah. And they're getting sued. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. So all the old, uh, like the hogs from the Redskins, yeah. right? The old fan, they're suing them for, because uh, they don't want to be uh, incorporated with Dan Snyder and shit like that as like their hogs, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, interesting. <laughs> that seems so crazy, man. It's very interesting. All right, yeah. well. Uh, it is your turn for music. If you've got a song that we're going to go out to tonight. Uh, I did. I did. Uh, movements panic. The song's called panic. Gotcha. Movements. It's a B side, but it's good. No worries. We'll throw it in there, dude. I like made a, uh, ended up making a, what I thought were my favorite songs of 22 compared to what Spotify did and it was completely different which is hilarious I'm sure yeah. but hey, well, who was also your, including uh, top, top was uh, every time I die always that's your top band okay but yeah. uh top band that I listened to new in 2022 was ways away okay it's a I'll little their band that their uh, lead singer is uh Jesse from stick theater guns but the like musicians themselves are like from Sam I Am and a couple other like pop punk slash emo quartets and shit like that. It's a great, great fucking album. Their their album Torch Songs that came out in October was so good. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm always looking for something new. So yeah, dude, sweet. so good. Yeah. Well, do you want to do a shot before we leave? Let's do it. Let's do it. To the end of the regular season, huh? Hey, to Carson still yeah. sucking, I guess. <laughs> he know, yeah, he sucks. So bad. I hey, think he's done. Cheers. Hey, hey, here's to oh. Kenny Pickett, possible franchise quarterback. And Jalen. And oh. Jay. Oh, Jalen's already there, bud. You're good. I know. I know. Cheers. <laughs> Go, Go Steelers. Fuck Carson. I'm fine.